Good morning, fabulous rock stars. Welcome to Monday morning and the Coffee Run Live. I am a little late today because I've been talking with the very, very wonderfully amazing, generous, gorgeous rock star herself, the fabulous Jo Muirhead. And we were jamming on all things into the spotlight, but more than, than that, and I think that this is um, really interesting. You know, it, it's the kind of thing, hey everyone, good morning, that the really interesting thing that comes up with the people that I'm interviewing. So the people that I've been interviewing for the Into the Spotlight um, book series is, so some of them have formed part of the, um, oh, that doesn't work at all. What the heck? I'm, God, I wish, good morning, Kate. I wish the lockdowns would go away so that I could get this, um, get all this face movement <laughs> gone. Anyway, that's very, we're a very vain, it's a very vain uh, Monday morning. So the thing that's really interesting with Into the Spotlight is I've been, I've been interviewing music artists, so singers, songwriters, performers. I've been interviewing uh, private practice owners, entrepreneurs, people who have been out there doing their thing for a reasonable amount of time. Now, the reason that I decided to do that is because I know who are, you, you, it, it, you know that it's time to step up and get into the spotlight more, right? You know that it's time to get up and, and increase your visibility. The thing that's really important is, is to understand that if, if people don't know who you are, then it's gonna take a hell of a lot longer for them to get to, well, well, they won't even know who you are. If they don't know who they are, who you are, they can't buy from you. Let's be real about that. If they don't know who you are or what you're about, they can't get to know you, they can't build relationships with you. If they don't know who you are, then you won't even appear in their newsfeed. So the things that we've got to be doing is really change the way that we think about social media, the way that we think about marketing, the way that we think about getting out there. Now, the common link with every person, like without exception, actually, with every person who I have interviewed throughout this series, the thing that ripples through the common link with everybody is that they all have maybe two or three key things that they use and have drawn upon in order to get out there. And the first thing that uh, is so lovely to hear every single time is that they, they have to divorce themselves almost before getting out there, particularly in the early days, right? So what this means to me is that they show up and they're thinking about you. You know, if you think about your audience, if you think about your people, right? So this book, oh, I can't reach it because it's my chair's cold <laughs> and I'll disappear from under, I'll disappear underneath the camera. Into the spotlight, I didn't write Into the Spotlight for me, right? I know all the stuff in Into the Spotlight. I wrote Into the Spotlight for you. The reason that I build the, the the reason that I built my website is to house the content that I've created for you. So the the reason that I put the things up on social media is for you. I know this stuff, right? So it's in order to help you. It's to help you either take action. It's to help you get to know me. It's to help you take a step forward. The main thing that I put out my social media for is to help you get results in advance. 
right? And what's really fascinating with all of the people that I've spoken to is that they all say when they, they've got days, they have days where they're not feeling it, where they have days, and we all have them, where we don't feel confident. We all have days where we're like, I oh, fuck this shit, I don't wanna play anymore. We all have days where we doubt our own ability. We all have days where we might worry about what our peers are thinking or saying about us. We all have days where we worry about the competition. We all have days where we, are, where we get caught up in our own heads around what if they take things this what if they take what if somebody takes this the wrong way what if somebody gets offended what if i say the wrong thing and quote the wrong statistic what if i show up and i look like a dickhead what if i get uh like what if people look and see what it is that i'm doing and they're like oh my god she's really full of shit you know, what if I show up and I say the same thing that somebody else is saying? What if I show up and people think that I'm copying them? What if people, what if I show up, sorry, what if I show up and people think that I'm copying them? What if I show up and, you know, we all have those issues at various different times. Now, the way that I see it is this, there's a few different levels that we kind of work through. Uh, that as, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as, as people who need to become intensely passionate, you all need, if you're not already, you all need to become intensely passionate about who it is that you serve and who it is that you want to help. <clears throat> and, and this is the thing that will get you past that all of those things that we've just said will help divorce you and divorce yourself from the fears, the worries, the anxieties, the what ifs, the doubts, the, the self-flagellation, all of that. And so you know what? Who is it that I need to help today? And this is the second thing that they, that every person has said, is that they only, the way that they think about what they do, whether it's a performance, whether it's to a stadium filled with people, whether it's to an intimate, uh, more of an intimate setting, whether it's to social media, whether it's to a page, whatever. They don't show up to try and please the crowd, number one. They, number two, they don't show up because it, it's all about them. What they do is they think about just that one person in the audience that needs to hear or, or listen to them and, and hear what it is that's being said or hears what it is that's being sung in, in the, the case of the performers. And I think that this is really that this is really curious because when we when we're when we're really committed to serving, when we're really committed to showing up, being the best versions of ourselves, helping other people, then the visibility equation or, or the, the objections to visibility become kind of like, well, you know, whatever, you know, I have to do it anyway. Like I just have to suck it up. Now this doesn't mean that you go through and you do the mechanical kind of process where I was like, okay, Nicola, I'm going to go and put up uh, four picture quotes that have, have no substance, but right, that you've just gone and ripped off the Google. I'm going to go and put up four picture quotes just so that I can make sure that I'm doing the thing. It does, it's not going to work, right? Social media is not going to work for you. Your visibility efforts are not going to work. You, you stepping into the spotlight are not going to work. If what you're putting out there has no strategy 
or if it has no personality, if it has none of you in there. So Joe and I were having this conversation uh, and, and the, the interview will actually go live, um, probably go up later on this afternoon actually, uh, by the time it's done its thing and, and it's transcoded and it's up in the website and all that kind of thing. But what was really interesting is, is I asked her about how she found the confidence to, to show up and to do the things that she does. And, and she said all the same things that I've said, you know, it's, it's about them. I show up to serve. It can't be about me. If it's just about me, then it doesn't work. And I think that that's, that that's the key, right? It's, it's finding the, the cross section and I'm imagining two circles, right? And then they, they kind of do that, um, you know, the two circles that intersect and you've got that beautiful little sweet spot in there. Um, you find how these two intersect. It's the things that you love talking about and the stuff that lights you up combined with the audience of the and the people that you really want to help, the people you want to inspire, the people that you really want to serve and showing up regardless if you are like, no matter what it is that you're doing, whether you're feeling completely polished or whether you're feeling the, the complete opposite of not. The other thing that's really important is that you, you're sharing yourself, right? I think the common, the other common thing through, again, through everybody that we've, that I've talked to, that I've spoken to, and this is of all industry leaders actually, is that they take what might work in terms of a strategy or a framework. And when they've tried to do it in the way that someone else has done it, or if you're, you know, like, if you're like, oh, Nicola obviously is showing up. She shows up every day. She's in the spotlight. Like she gets people watch her. She's, she's making money. You know, we, we know that things are working. All right, I'm gonna show up and be like her. Please, for the love of all things holy, don't do that, all right? What the thing that has made it all work is that we've all, we all have to start somewhere. So it's not just always about emulating someone else, right? You can model it, but there's two, there's, it's very different. Emulation and modeling are two very different things. So emulating somebody else is kind of like me looking at Pink, for example, or Gwen Stefani or Robbie Williams or Lady Gaga or, um, you know, anyone who is, is obviously an entertainer who obviously has a very distinct to me, a very distinct style, a very distinct way of being. And I'm like, oh, they're amazing. I, I love, like, I, I love Gwen Stefani's, um, you know, look and whole vibe. I think it's amazing, you know, and, and I just, I love Robert Williams. Let's just be, let's just be honest about that. But I love the entertainment factor of, of, of kind of what he does and, and what he brings in. Hey, Georgina. So I, I find that really fun. But the thing is, is that if I looked at Gwen Stefani and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to be like Gwen, then it might work for, a, well, it wouldn't, but it might work, seemingly work for a little bit, but then it's going to come unstuck, right? And, and one of the things that's always really interesting is that the more I kind of go, oh, that's really cool, and then it's like, well, what qualities do I, could I bring in into me? You know, how can I be even more me? How can I do me in an even, like a more fabulous way or in a more amazing way or in an enhanced way? But then it's about really putting my own stamp on things. 
And I think that's where it comes into self-mastery, right? So the first thing that you've got to know though is that so many people think that the way to make this visibility piece and, and into the spotlight stuff, the way to make things work is by going straight to the tactics, by going and putting up a slew of posts because that's what Nicola told me to do, or by going doing a daily live stream because that's what Nicola told you to do. The thing is, is that if you're just going straight to the tactical implementation, it won't work as well, and it's likely to not be sustainable for a long period of time. The problem that we see these days all the time in social media is like, hey, here's how you do a Facebook ad. Hey, just boost this post. And, and Facebook, you know, bless their hearts, Facebook uh, is an amazing platform but one of the big issues is that they've got this, this boost your post thing, like in your, in your page, boost this post. Or they'll send a notification that says, this video is getting 86% more reach than any others, boost it to increase that higher. Or they'll say, this post is getting 25% less reach than normal, go ahead and boost this post so that more people can see it. That is a problem. If it does not tie into an overall strategy or an overall plan, right? You may as well just go outside your front door or your office and chuck like five or $10 into the drain or go in, buy something and then put it straight in the bin, right? You're, because if, it, if it's not tying into an overall strategy, then it, it's you're, you're wasting money. You, you might give it to me, buy a book. I don't know, go donate it, go do something else with that $10. The reason for this is this, the people who are watching, the people who are listening, the people who are reading your stuff aren't necessarily going to respond more just because it comes up again in their feed. It doesn't mean though that they're any less engaged, right? So just because you don't get the likes on your pages, the likes on your posts, the comments on your stuff, the shares, whatever, it doesn't mean that your stuff is no good right? But perhaps it means that maybe you've gone and, 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 the, and the, the converse to that is that I know some people have an incredibly high engagement in their pages and they're making no fucking money, right? Because you, they, they, they've bought that engagement. Maybe their content's amazing, but their marketing strategy sucks or their sales strategy sucks or they're not selling anything or they're well, they've got money shit. Like who, who knows what, what that issue is? Like, I don't know, but you you can't, they're, they're, those, those statistics, those measures are not the things to hang your hat on, right? The things that you really want to remember that, that actually work is you being you, right? For a start. So it's not about trying to emulate somebody else. You might see when you go and, when you go and watch these interviews as, uh, that, that are part of the book, you will, which are all on my website, by the way, they're just kind of tucked away. I haven't got them all out there for all and sundry just yet, but they are, they are in there and you do get the links in The links are in the book and they come through via email and yada, yada, yada. Um, with the, with the Into the Spotlight interviews, you might see those interviews. Oh, well, you will see those interviews. And there will be some people who you are like, wow, that person is so inspiring. Like, I love the way that they deliver. I love how, you know, kind of how chilled out they are and relaxed, or I love how, you know, engaged they are, or, you know, like leaning in, whatever it might be, how they look, it could be how they sound, it could be how they're being, it could be how they're holding their body, it could be anything, it doesn't matter. 
you will see people in there that you're like, oh my God, I wish I was more like that. What I'd encourage you to do is like not go, all right, well, very obviously, such and such a person is very successful, so I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to go and be like them. Is the worst possible thing that you could do. It really is the worst possible thing that you can do. The best thing that you can do is go, all right, what do I need to do to cultivate and create my own sense of self-confidence? What do I need to do to grow and cultivate my own sense of certainty? Because it's, it's certainty... Certainty almost has a, and, and you got like weigh in. Let me know what you think about this as well. Because to me, certainty has a different magnetism than um, perhaps confidence, right? So certainty is where I can, I can sit here and I'm like, you know what? I know that this stuff works. I know that this does. You can try and argue with me all you like, but like, I don't really care because, you know, this is, I, I know this works. I know this inside out. I have got that sense of certainty. I just, I, you know, you can have your own opinion and that's totally fine, but I know that this is the shit. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, it's just unequivocal. It's also an inner sense of certainty that has grown over the years where I, I know exactly who I am. I know exactly the the best way to leverage me right so for you that's something that you can't uh conviction yeah eliza great yeah conviction is is absolutely uh i i would marry that with with well not marry that but yeah very similar to certainty right it's just like this is how it is versus confidence can be I don't know, it can almost be kind of cocky, uh, which is not like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, confident, confidence and certainty are two different things. So to me, it's like confidence almost comes with that sense of certainty, that sense of conviction, Eliza, like you said. So what can you do first and foremost to really kind of hone that? Because that comes from here and that has a different magnetism to what, you know, like often confidence, people will talk about faking it till you make it and that sort of stuff. And to me, it just, I don't know, maybe maybe you do that a little bit in the start, but I'd rather, rather than that faking it till you make it bit, it's like just show up and, and be you and let people know, right? So for instance, how's this as an example? So a working example, I know a lot of people get really uh, worried, concerned, nervous, uh, apprehensive, all of those really cool words when it comes to doing a live stream, right? And, and, the, and part of the reason for that is this, you'll go, all right, I'm going to go and do a live stream. What the fuck am I going to talk about? And you'll, you'll sit and you nut out what you're going to talk about. And that's really important for, for when you're starting out. That's often an easier way for you to just start is by having a bit of a content plan or, or having a poster. I'll, I'll do this a little bit where, uh, or I used to. Uh, particularly for my blogs and stuff, I'd have a post-it note sitting here and I would go through like the, the framework, right? So frameworks can be really, really helpful. But often it's like, okay, instead of faking it till you make it, just do something like press, press, I was gonna say press record, press play and talk about something that you are having an issue with. Uh, it might be a supply. In Joe's instance, that the reason that part of the reason, or one of the things that she started with, was this big rant on why she hates Telstra, right? And how 
freaking hard it is to be in private practice and you've got to have these annoying conversations with external suppliers who you have no sense of control with and blah, 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 blah. So that started off her whole live stream series. I remember um, with my blogs and things that I used to do, I used to be so proper. Right? And, and you know, in, in my version of the world, being proper, I was so professional. I was so polished. I was so uh, prepared. Polished and prepared were, were my middle names. And I'm uh, professional. Polished, professional, and prepared. We had all the, we had the three Ps going on. Uh, so we could probably build a model out of that. Um, but the thing with this is that often the the best way for you to start is to to think of something that you're passionate about that you're excited about and just start talking right or just start writing in whichever way shape or form it doesn't have to be any length of time it doesn't have to be any length of words it's just about you kind of like building the muscle and and that will make your uh, your ability to communicate will flow in a much better and more easier way the more you practice it right as as we know we, we all know this yeah so if you're feeling invisible the first thing that you need to do is find that inner sense of certainty that inner sense of conviction the second thing that you've absolutely got to do you have to do this you guys is you've got to know who you're talking to and this is where like what I was saying at the start, when we were thinking about, you know, if, if you're all up in your head and you're like, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I don't have long flowing blonde hair, I don't have a shaved head, I don't have this, um, you know, sass, I, I don't have this sense of, of, of certainty, I don't have this blah, 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 what will my peers say and I don't want to say anything wrong and I don't want to fuck it up. You know, if you go into a live stream and you fuck it up, did you realize that you can just finish it, click end, and then go and delete that video? So it doesn't actually matter if you really even screw it up. And the number of people, honestly, the number of people who would probably see that in their newsfeed are minimal, right? So just because you go into a live stream and you may well screw it up, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You've got two choices at the end of it. You can leave it there or you can delete it. Right? It doesn't have to live on the internet forever. You can just go ahead and get rid of it. Yep. It's not like uh, it's not like a photo that gets posted and then you know stays forever. If you go and delete your Facebook video, nobody else is going to see that unless they happen to catch it in their feed before it, it gets taken down. So you know that's the worst possible thing that could happen. But take all of that away. And if you think about if if you you need to get this is the divorcing bit. You've got to get out of your own head, right? Stop overthinking everything and bring it back to your audience. Think about, okay, the way, the way that I'll do this, if I'm, if I'm having a bit of a day, which, you know, it's 2020, I've had more days this, I've had more days this year than any other year. Um, and we've had some doozies. That's, that's not true. I haven't had more days this year than any other, than any other year. But it's been, it's been an interesting year. And there have been some days where I'm like, fuck, you know, I, I, I was really scared the first time with showing up with, with a shaved head. I was really scared some days showing up without my hair extensions in. I was really scared some days showing up in my gym gear. Do you know, up until the start of last year, I would, I would actually, um, I would challenge you 
to go back and have a look at a lot of the live streams that I did pre-2019, most of them I'm I'm dressed like I am today, like a bit more, like not in my gym gear, like not in my workout gear, not in just a hoodie, not in a workout top. I would definitely uh, just kind of, I'd, I'd show up, but then over the last 18 months, it's been very much more like, well, you know, just show up as I am. Some days it's in workout gear, some days it's not. It just depends on how it is. Sharon, we always overthink everything. It's a, it, it's a really common thing, particularly, you know, when we're doing something new, right? So the thing is, is that rather than overthinking all of the things, and, and when we're overthinking, we tend to be overthinking about ourselves, right? We're worrying, like I was reeling off all these things, you know, worrying about our appearance or not feeling like we're going to be able to deliver at the same level of energy as we always deliver. Or, you know, if you've just done, like if you've done a, a, a live stream on one day, right? And it was amazing, like completely amazing. The next day, the thing that might come up is, well, shit, you know, how am I going to back that up? <laughs> it's like, instead of celebrating this amazing thing that you've just done, right? Where we, I, well, I've been guilty of this. Like, how the, how, how the hell do I improve on that? That was the bomb diggity. And so, you know, sometimes it's not this, you know, oh, that was really shit thing. It was like, this is really great. Like, does it get better than this? I don't even know how that even happens. So to get out of our own way, bring it back to your audience, bring it back to one person that, you're, that you can talk to. And the size of your audience doesn't necessarily matter. So Joe, who I was talking to this morning, who you will get the access to the interview, as I was saying, Joe and I were saying that she doesn't have a huge Facebook, fa uh, Facebook page following. She doesn't have a huge email list. She's got a small number of subscribers on her YouTube channel, and she's been invited to speak internationally at conferences since 2015. Right? She's built a, an international coaching practice. She's got a really kick-ass national practice here in Australia and all with low audience numbers. Right, It's not about the size of the audience that matter. It's about who you're talking to and connecting with them that matters. Sharon, the more I do lives, the better I'm getting. Not so much more professional, but definitely more relaxed and more me. Perfect. Congratulations. That's amazing. And that's the key, right? So we've got to get out of our own way. And we've all got to start somewhere. So maybe your first live stream is going to suck. Maybe your first 20 live streams will suck. That's okay. No one asked you to be perfect. Nobody asked you to to have all of your shit together right from the word go all you need to do is help one person with what you're putting out there or inspire one person with what you're doing and that's shifting it into being an act of service right to showing up and committing to really adding value so that can help you to go instead of being all like and and we're human we all have it doesn't matter what level you're playing at We've all got different gremlins that come out to play. And, and the, the way to get rid of the gremlins is to go, all right, gremlins, you can just like go sit over there in the corner right now. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. All right, who do I need to help today? Who am I here to serve today? If I can just help one person today, what is it that they need to hear today, right? So step one was finding that certainty 
and that conviction, that conviction. Thank you, Eliza, for sharing that word, perfect word. So certainty and conviction. The second thing is divorcing yourself from your own shit and thinking about the audience who you can talk to. And then the third phase is, all right, well, like how do you then kind of really step into more of that, um, like how, how do you ramp up that energy, right? And, and really articulate the things that you really need to articulate. And that's when you get into the tactics. That's when you start getting into, all right, like how do I disseminate my intellectual property? How do I make this content now even better? How can I make it do more things? How can I make it reach more people? How can I make it have a bigger impact? How can I make it do like do the work that it needs to do without you having to sit there peddling, you know, all day, every day? The, the problem is, is that most people, because it's what we're marketed to, right? We're marketed to, well, like learn how to do this ad, learn how to grow your Facebook page, get 10,000 fans and you'll make $10,000 a month. The whole bullshit that used to go on like 10, eight to 10 years ago, that was the big premise was if you get 10,000 fans, you're going to be making 10 grand a month. That was like the, the magical number, the magical bullshit number. But anyway, the magical number. So that there are basically the three things that you need to really kind of um, step into. And it's in that moment, once you've developed that certainty and conviction, once you know who your audience is, that you've got a framework to work within that you do it your way, right? Do it your way. One of the examples that Jo shared this morning was that she did a, she's, she did a speaker training. She was a participant in a speakership training. And they were they were giving her constructive feedback on how it is that she's how it is that she presented. Now I had the absolute privilege and honor of seeing her present at, at the opening keynote to an amazing conference last year in the states. Uh, and so that was in uh, 2019, therapy reimagined in the US. She was asked to do the, the opening keynote, brand new conference, and she was amazing. Right, I mean, I've seen her present live before, but this was like a whole new level. It was just, it was really amazing. And the question I asked her was, how do you, you know, how did you do that? Like, how did you level it up? Because I've seen her present before. And she actually said that, you know, she took on some of the feedback that was said and she said, you know what, I decided to do it my way. And I know that, that for uh, everyone, again, that I've interviewed, they, they've taken frameworks of things that work and then they layer themselves into it it's a bit like learning the piano right you can learn the piano or you can learn how to play guitar or you can learn how to sing but you can either you've got a choice you can either try and be like everybody else try and emulate the the sounds and the music and the tunes and the tones and the, and the tonalities and the rhythms of, of what everybody else use or you can get a bit playful and creative, but even if you're playing the piano, you still have to press the keys to make the sound come out. Yeah, you can do what you like with that, but you still have to press the keys to make the sound come out. With social media, you still have to show up to be visible, right? But if you work within a framework that, that has you stepping into the spotlight, that has you communicating in a way that is so congruent, that is so authentically you, then that is the thing that is going to magnetize people to you rather than trying to be like somebody else because that seems to be the way to make it work. Okay. 
<sighs> that is what I wanted to say to you today. I really, really wanted to say to you today that it's I, that you have permission, not that you need permission from me or anybody else. Most of all, you just need the permission from yourself. But in case you're not quite sure, the permission that I have for you today, thank you, Kate, for the reaction, for the love. I love it. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. The thing that I have to say to you today is that you get to do this thing called marketing, called social media, called self-promotion, called PR, called whatever the heck you like. You get to do it your way. Learn the framework first and then layer your personality in on it, layer your way, like your way of being. I don't want to ever pump out. I mean, well, if, if, you, if you're a clone of me, and it feels right to be like me, go for it. Happy with that. Chances are you're not. Um, it's, do you know what's really interesting, actually? The thing that people have always said to me that I used to take as a criticism, right? The thing that I used to feel most criticized about was that I had all of the words. Actually, there's a couple of things. That I had all of the words. And the second thing was, Nicola, you always have so much energy. You know, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have all of this energy. You know, what is, what is it? People are scared of you because of all the energy that you have, right? And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. Uh, but maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's not my business what anybody else thinks for a start. But also, the thing here is that you can do it in your way. I don't want to pump out clones of me. I want you to do it in your way. And you, chances are, you might well be a little bit more reserved <laughs> or a little less up or a little less animated or a little less talky with your handsy. It doesn't matter. You can be an introvert and quiet and softly spoken and, and very paced and have just as much, if not more, power and impact than doing things in my way does for me, right? It's not about you trying to be like me. This is about you trying to be more like you. How can you be even more you? Because that's what people are hungry for. People, people on the internet are, are all out there trying to be like everybody else. And it ends up creating and cultivating this, um, this sea of sameness with no differentiation. So you've got this really amazing, amazing, wonderful, unique opportunity to really cut through the noise just by being you. It's so, it, it, it's so simple, right? But far too often, you know, we, we, we get caught up in the, the shoulds and the would haves and the comparisonitis bullshit that we all do, but it's it's just bullshit. Yeah, just be you. And and that's what your people are waiting for. So there you go. I hope that's helpful. I trust that that's helpful. Oh, you're welcome, Sharon. Um, I've struggled to find my way before. Well, I really hope that this has helped you today. Uh, so thank you for, for letting me know. I really appreciate it. Now, if you want help with this, then I, it would be remiss of me to go and do all of this jibber-jabbering and not let you know how to, how to get more help. So my very uncomfortable way of doing that is I've got a comment in the, in the there's a, a link in the comments to Visible Live that is happening towards the end of September. If you're wanting a framework that will help you pull out 
all of your own unique ideas, your intellectual property, and then build a marketing framework around it so that you've got consistency for the next 12 months, so you do stand out from the crowd, so you are visible, so you are in the spotlight, but in a way that feels really freaking good, then go check that out. And if you've got any questions about it, please let me know. Thank you, Jane. I really appreciate you letting me know. Thank you so much. The link to Visible Live is, of course, get this, the link is nicolamorais.com.au forward slash rockstar because you are a rockstar and it's time that the world saw it. So have an amazing Monday. I will let you all know when the, the interviews are up and ready because I think that will be really uh, helpful for, for many of you. If you need to grab a copy of the book, you can do that as the, at the website as well. Oh, thank you, Kate. Yes, you've come through and you've done, you've done so well as a result of Visible Live and, and a couple of other things we've done. So really perfect testament to the work. Thank you. All right, you guys, have an amazing Monday. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember, the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. You're welcome, Eliza. Take care. Happy Monday. I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye.